0: You used to hold me, told me that I was the best. Anything in this world I want, I could possess. All that made me want is all that I can get in order to survive, gotta learn to live with regrets. When I was young, you used to hold me, told me I was the best. Anything in this world I want, I could possess. All that ever want is so all that I can get in order to survive, gotta learn to live with regrets. I found myself reminiscing. Yo,
1: welcome
0: back. Hove. <laughs> Hove. Regrets. Reasonable doubt. 96. Y'all check that out. We back. Episode 13, 15 Good Minutes. Here with you, yours truly, Kirk and Out, along with my main partner in crime, my shooter. Tell them who you are.
1: Shy. Hey, y'all.
0: Yo. Regrets. Life Regrets. lessons. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, listen. I'm going to put this out here real quick for the peoples of PSA, for all those listeners. We appreciate y'all coming out and listening each and every week. We ask that you keep coming out and listening each and every week. Make sure that you share with a friend. This today is going to be Kirk and out exposing himself Ooh. respectfully.
1: Exclusive.
0: <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> here, here. I got on my, uh. Y- y'all can't see it, but sis, tell them what that say on my shirt
1: healing 101
0: that's right shout out to my good man <laughs> my good man over there rich by heart appreciate y'all and this good good apparel that you provided today's show with um i'm gonna be real candid today and oh. i'll be real open and i hope i don't offend anybody but if i do i apologize now it's truly coming from the heart
1: okay well well do i need to strap my seatbelt on i think i need tissues
0: uh tissues you know what i'm saying maybe strap your um strap yourself in you know what i'm saying keep all objects inside the vehicle while we are moving cuz this is <laughs> going to be a bumpy ride yeah
1: oh so it sounds like life has taught you some lessons
0: life has definitely taught me some lessons mm-hmm. as i continuously preach and yell you know what i'm saying i am 39 um i turned 40 in february and with everything that's gone on with the COVID, you know, associates, friends, and family members who all, all passed and fallen ill during this time frame, it's just put me in a different perspective and a different understanding of life. Life becomes really real to you as you become as you get older, especially when you approach 40. And myself personally, um, it really hits home because I was told I wouldn't make it here. Yeah. I had a teacher one time. <laughs> I was with my uh my ex-wife at the time. We were out. And we ran into her in Bowie Town Center. Uh, I think that's Bowie Town Center where uh, Panera and all of that is. Mm-hmm. So we were there and the teacher said, wow, it's you, Kirk. Wow. I didn't think that I would see you on this side of a wall. And, with <gasps> a woman, and then with the woman with all her teeth. <gasps> so, dead ass. She said this. So... You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, but I was I was a handful as a kid. I was into all kinds of stuff like
1: But still, yeah. as a teacher and as a a seed planter, now you know I'm that's my thing, right? Yeah, I'm being, a, <laughs> being a teacher, you're a seed planter. For you to already have this preassumed <clears throat> or assumption that you were going to be in jail and with someone that doesn't have teeth, that shows how much effort she put into her teaching with you or her implementation or how how she was in your life and that's terrible was she what was she melanated or nah nah oh, okay yeah that's even more terrible
0: yeah um in today's climate she would have got fired because we would have did everything else in our power at the time i mean i just let it you know like a duck let the water run off my back but um it's definitely you know what i'm saying that sticks out to me as well and, and just, just thinking back in time and like it matters the matters of situations that I've been through and the things that I've done and gone through. Um, definitely fortunate to be here. So I have life lessons and things that I wish. I'm not gonna say I have any regrets. I wish I had handled things a little bit differently, but I definitely, you know, um, I owe a huge and big apology to, uh, you know, typically we don't do this, but I'm gonna go ahead and drop a name right here.
1: Oh, dear.
0: Um, I wanna say uh, I apologize, Ms. Trevon Brunson. Uh, I did not handle you in the right manner and way and things could be much better and far different and better for our son. And uh, I owe you a huge apology and there's no greater apology than to show you action. I'm not sure how to do that right now in the climate that we're in, but um, understand that I, I do and I'm wholeheartedly apologetic and sincere in my apology, and I would really like, you know, to find a smooth and level playing ground to get on for our child. Mm. So, Hello,
1: brother. Um, I know
0: somebody listening. Y'all run tell that. Make sure y'all run tell that.
1: Oh, oh, this is gonna be a great conversation.
0: Definitely, definitely. But yeah. like, do you have anything that you look back and you feel like, yo, I could have handled that better, or I should have never did that, or? Just something that you're thankful now that you went through that and it's a lesson that you learned.
1: I have a lot of thankfuls that that I went through it, Um, like situations. I I tell my friends all the time, like the 2011 shy would have been eaten up by me, this current shy of who I am now. But it was all of the experiences that I've experienced up until that point um, that made me, you know, who I am today. So I wouldn't take any of them back, even though it was really some... Some really heart wrenching things that I've experienced. Um, but they made me who I am. Um, but there are some people that, you know, or not even people, maybe just one person that I really, I really uh <laughs> no, it's not even that. Don't laugh. It's, I'm not even no, not that. I don't just the know person what that I is. probably would have handled know. I should have handled better with, with more care. Um
0: is this the guy you ghosted?
1: No, no, I don't uh, I don't even think about that guy anymore. <laughs> Breaking news! I ain't about you. shouldn't have ghosted that guy. <laughs> I shouldn't have ghosted him at all. I lied. Oh, that was a whole. That was about this year. I mean, this time, like a couple years ago, um, Well, a few years ago. A long, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, long, 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 long time, long time ago. Long, long time ago. Long
1: time ago. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, I, I think um, I didn't handle somebody that really cared about me with care. Um, I so had. A
0: savage.
1: I really wasn't a savage it was just their mother kind of got Lassie, in between Lassie. us Lassie. no <laughs> Her, his mother kind of got in between us and then that made me write him off and I the mature me now could have you know sat down to talk to him and kind of handled it in a different way than what I did um and then I picked up and moved to DC right after that so it was like I cut all ties and yeah. not in the best way
0: yeah.
1: um but, yeah, that's pretty much the only person that I would go back and just try to, you know, change that interaction with. We're good now, but still, I know it probably caused some some damage. You know, he had to heal or whatever because I, I didn't do it with care.
0: Hey, this shirt right now, man, I'm trying to tell you, Healing 101. It's, it's, it's like we talk, you know, all the time about mental health and therapy and stuff like that. Um, and it doesn't always have to be on a couch and somebody like you can just sit back and reflect sometimes too, and just and own, just never be afraid to own the situations and the things that you've done.
1: And I Um, think it frees you like you, you have this, well, at least for me, when I acknowledge and take accountability of what I've done, I feel less um, bound, um, to acknowledge that.
0: I got something accountability. It looks different for everyone. Is it the same?
1: uh i think hmm. i mean it might come out differently for everyone but i think the internal thing is the same you're taking you're taking responsibility for your actions you might you know express it differently but as long as you internalize and know that you did that i think it, it'll be the same
0: yeah Why? I because I, I, like you know sometimes people feel like you should apologize or act in a manner that they they want you to to no. show that you you're sincere in that but like you know, I, I just I don't personally I don't think that that works for everyone. I feel like oh yeah like no, you, your healing is how you heal. Um, and it may it may align with somebody else and it may not. But you know, your healing is personal and your story is personal, so you deal with that accordingly.
1: And and that's the thing too. A lot of people think like one story is the only story. Like if I'm living in my truth and that's my truth, and you have your story and that's your truth, that's your truth. Our truths might not align. Right. But that's your truth. But, see,
0: but your truth, your truth, always comes from your side of, the, of right. the situation. Um, you know your perspective. Uh, I think often we forget and we don't look at or think about um the old saying. You know, my parents used to say it's three sides to every story. There's your side, their side, and the truth lies in the middle.
1: And there's your side, their side, and screenshots. <laughs>
0: Okay, so (laughs) now now we're stepping into the new new era. So there's your side, their side, the truth, and then the screenshots, okay. All right, well, with screenshots aside, you know what I'm saying? Like That's that's real though, like, um, you know, most of the time when we're in a situation, we can't step back and look at it for what it was or what it is, and then you just be able to process and move forward. Um, A life lesson, and this is a tough one, death mm. um, my mom died from cancer it started as breast cancer and they came to her and they and they initially offered to do the mastectomy right mm-hmm. yeah um she she refused she said no um i was god only gave me these these boobies and i'm going right up to the wave you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. crashes ashore um uh it was her process it was the way that she chose to deal with her what was th- what was coming, um, for me at the time? It was a, a re- resentment and some mm. a little bit of hostility because, like, you don't want to cut those off for me, to be mm. here for me, and that's when it becomes selfish. So like, that's one of those situations where you can see it. Well, I, I definitely see it now, at thirty nine. Of you know, your side, my side, and the truth lies in between. I never stopped to think about you know how she felt and just the things that she had been through. Like you know what, I'm just. I'm, I'm ready to go and meet my makeup. this is what God's plans for me, then I'm ready to go. Um,
1: and, and then too, and yes, I totally agree with that. But then too, as a woman and then a woman of that age, you know, your chest and your breasts are something you identify as being a woman. And so a lot of, and I've seen this and heard a lot of interviews where women talk and they're like, you know, this is, this is what makes me a woman. And they, they, they hold tight to that, um, especially the older generation.
0: Yeah, and it's, tough. it's as tough as a man to deal with that, or a child, a man, mm-hmm. child, uh, male, um, to deal with that, because again, you don't know what it's like to be a woman. I mean, I guess I would have to put myself in that situation to be like, yo, the doc came to me, and was like, yeah, so you got testicular cancer, but you can live if you just cut your nuts off. I mean, <laughs> would I be so eager to do so? I don't know. I, I don't, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's a tough decision, um, regardless of what it leaves me to go. I mean, but you know, men, most of the time, we don't go to the doctor unless,
1: something's that. wrong. No, right.
0: unless that's wrong. Anything else will be fine.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> men don't really t- I mean, typically men don't go to the doctor. They don't care. Well, at least the men that I know. We ain't going to the doctor unless something's wrong with now and it. So if that's working, <laughs> everything's good to go. <laughs> I don't care I got a temperature of one-on-one. <laughs> my, my man's still shooting, so we still good. <laughs> but, but yeah, like um you know just you know this covid situation quarantine all this time has definitely given me an opportunity to reflect you know um uh, and it's not um I, i've i've definitely handled mishandled a, a, quite a few people in my lifetime and so all of those that i've mishandled you know i apologize i truly do from the bottom of my heart um i was a boy and uh i just was a man sized man sized <laughs> and i'm just trying to be better and then every day is difficult trying to be better, especially when you're not sure what you're doing. I oh, think yeah. that's been like the large, the largest issue. Uh, I regret, that I, I don't know if that's a regret, but I wish I had learned more on being a man other than just providing and protecting for my dad.
1: Mm.
0: You know what I mean? I well, wish I had then- asked certain questions and just understood certain situations. Um, thankful enough though, I've had strong male figures in my life that have been helpful. Um, older brothers, my big brother, Aunt, my big brother, Kent, um, my uncle, Rusty. You know what I'm saying? These men have been imperi- uh, imperative into my development and my growth, and I truly appreciate them for that.
1: Yeah, and then now you can take those lessons and, you know, impart that into your own sons, you know, and teach them all the things that you wish you would have known when you were growing up, you know? And I think that's the best part about being a parent is everything you wish you would have known or did, or that your parents did, you can do that to your child or with your child?
0: Well, my it's, it's different for me because my parents worked so much and my dad was so much older. My dad was born in 1930, oh. 1930, yeah. So he was like, he was 18 years older than my mom and she didn't have me until I, she was in her thirties, mid thirties, early thirties, early thirties. Early um, but I had a heart to heart with my son over the weekend and I had to, just, well, just the other day, we had a conversation and uh, my reality, I realized that I was projecting upon him where I was worried about him and being okay in the event that something would happen to myself or his mom. Um, When my mom passed, um, I know we over 15 minutes y'all, bear with me please, Um, last story for the day. Um, When my mom passed on the day that she passed, July 8th, it was a Saturday morning and I was on the phone with my aunt Pat and my aunt said, you know, go ahead, talk to her, she's not gonna respond but she can hear you. Um, she said that it's good that you, you know, make peace and you tell her that everything's gonna be okay. Um, when people are in terminally, when people are terminal, they tend to fight harder and they fight with those that they care about, those that they worry about. But if you give her peace, she can go ahead and move on. peacefully. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, hardest day ever, probably one of the hardest days ever, definitely top two ever. She, uh, I said to her, um, thank you. You've done enough. At the time, I only had one child, my daughter, and, I, and she was only one. I said that Layla will be fine. I'll be fine. Everything will be okay. Got You've gotten me this far. I can take it from here. And it was hard to say that, you know what I'm saying? And then not hear it back, yeah. you know, okay, or I love you too. Um, It was tough. And then I hit a bad spot. The phone dropped. I called right back and my aunt said that she just closed her eyes when she heard you say that. That's all
1: she needed. All she needed. That's all she needed. Yeah,
0: and like I I was putting on to him, you know, I'm worried about, you know, you losing us early because I was in my young, early early 20s when my mom passed. Um, It was a lot to deal with and it still is at times, but like I was projecting that to him. But I just told him, you know, I'm here. And if you ever need, I'm here.
1: Mm. Hmm. Woo. Boy. Oh <laughs> boy. I need like a warm blanket and just want to curl up into a ball.
0: <laughs> Listen, I told you it was going to be real. It was going to be a heavy topic. You know what I'm saying? I I, I definitely, you know, I really want to peel back the layers to to who we are for our fans and our viewers uh, check to know who you're talking to. I want to be relatable. You're not alone in dealing with things and the stuff that comes about in life um as you say all the time we are a community and i would not paint a picture to be perfect and
1: you know our 15 minutes go so fast and i know we we didn't hardly share an inch or a centimeter of the things that we have experienced that taught us lessons or things that we wish we could have done differently so maybe we'll share some uh some stories on ig or something what do you think
0: I'm with it. I'm with it. And if anybody wants to go live with me and, and tap in, let me know. We here.
1: Yeah. Cause it's a lot, of, a lot of things that I, now that you talk, you know, you, I think about it so much, so many other things that, that have taught me, um, you know, just how to be a woman and, or how to be who I am now. So yeah, let's do that. I'm down for that. I know we going over. Producers are like, eh, time's up. Eh. Well, well, <laughs> <laughs> <B-b-b-b-b-b-b-> <laughs> breaking news, Checking
0: out. Shy. don't care what the producers think. <laughs> Is it our contract to do what we want.
1: <laughs> it's our show. <laughs> so it's been a great 15 plus minutes with you all today. Um, hopefully, you know, you were able to connect with us some way, somehow we get that smile. We try every week to get at least a smirk from you, uh, whether you're commuting to work, going to the grocery store, getting a new mask, wherever you're going in that 15 minutes, make sure you check us out on all streaming platforms.
0: Definitely check us out on all streaming platforms. We are everywhere now. But also make sure that you comment, like, hit those stars. Let, let folks know that you've been there and that and what you think about the podcast. Um, any ideas that you may have, drop them in there as well.
1: Subscribe. Yeah, share with your friends, your family, your networks. Um, I just have like two or three things to say before we close out. First thing is when are we going to arrest the killers of Breonna Taylor, John Mattingly, Brett Hankinson, Miles Cosgrove, um, women make sure you get a mammogram, get your, get your boobies checked. Even if you got to do it in a shower, please do it. Um, a really close loved one just got diagnosed and it's, it's coming to, it's really reality. Um, cause she's younger. So just make sure you do that. Wear your masks. And the final thing, and I'm going to say this until I can't breathe anymore. Do not vote for Kanye West. Thank you. Well, well, (laughs) It was great. We will hear from you and you'll hear from us next week.
0: You we most certainly will. Look forward to it. Love y'all.
1: Peace. Love y'all. Peace. <laughs>